0: This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Double Tap Canada. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, how are you? It is me, Stephen Scott, with you. Uh, this is a technology show, believe it or not, and uh, we are going to be talking all about technology today. Uh, we thought we'd do something different this week. Uh, with me, I've got Sean Priest over there somewhere. Are you eating again, Priest? No, stop saying that. I'm not eating. I'm too depressed to eat. Oh, don't. Right, okay. I think I know where you're going with this. Yes. Uh, Tim Schwartz is here. Are you depressed as well, Tim?
1: I wouldn't say uh, depressed necessarily, but quite disappointed. So, yes, I am here. We are talking about technology. And really, you're going to accuse him of eating, considering, well, yourself?
0: Okay, look. before oh. we came on here, I was maybe having a, a little sandwich. Just a, a tiny little sandwich. Tiny, like
2: a picnic basket. It was never-ending. It's like Scooby-Doo sandwiches.
1: A sandwich, really? How many sandwiches were there really, really? Uh, there
0: one, maybe two. Um, and, and actually, you know, the way I look at it, uh, I cut them into four, or sometimes eight when I feel like a child. And, um, you know, I'll kind of cut them all up. Yeah. And, yeah, when? And, um, yeah, I, I like that. It also makes me feel like I've got more you know the more you cut them up the longer it takes to eat it all uh so yeah Yeah, anyway not in your case sorry carry on this is a tech show honestly. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, right uh so apple had an event oh dear what What happened guys what happened it was terrible it was tedious it was so dull i mean okay so we maybe need to explain because i know the listeners depend on us for the news uh,
2: yes, where else are you going to hear about the Apple event?
0: Yeah, no one else is talking about yeah,
2: it Yeah, no one's covering this
0: <laughs> So we thought we'd talk about it, uh, just to help people out like I know what people are talking about But we're going to talk about it in our own inimitable style I think that's a word It was uh, do ask me to spell it
1: <laughs> So yeah, if it you're wanting time. to hear ranting, complaining uh, and all that kind of thing That's where you've come to the right place
0: Every week um, well, yes. Uh, so let's talk about the Apple event then. Uh, I want to kick off with Apple TV because uh, Apple TV Plus finally got a release date November 1st. It's gonna be avail- I think it's available in 8 billion countries or something um, from what they said. So that's really interesting. Not. But the main thing is it's available in Canada. hurrah And it's available in the UK. hurrah, And it'll be available in America. Of course. Yeah so yeah um so that's good November 1st uh, we're learning about lots of different programs uh, including one all about blind people we get our own show Amazing. not us obviously well, um, no obviously not well you do well yeah well I, I didn't want to bring that little <laughs> show up uh, oh yeah double tap TV uh yeah Wednesday nights mm-hmm. uh, anyway uh, moving on uh, no it's not that it's called see um and it's all about seeing mm. now this is controversial I, I I don't know
2: how I feel about this, but there's some people that are really not happy about it. The whole blindness angle. I, I, well, okay, I, so, I so hang
0: on, let's let's clarify this because what what was shown, and I didn't know this at the time, because the trailer, as far as I was concerned, that was shown at the event, just basically included lots of really um, sharp musical notes. <laughs> yes,
2: dramatic music. Yeah,
0: things being hacked. Could be people or forests. I have no idea. Uh, Lots of stuff going on, uh, lots of banging, and then, you know, see was, you know, the kind of final bit. And that was it. And I thought, all right, I have no idea what happened there. It's very good. Yeah, I thought that was almost like watching it, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, but actually, apparently on screen, there was some controversial moments. Because um, those who did get the audio described version after looking at it online on the Apple website, because there is an AD version of it, even though people were quite annoyed there wasn't it wasn't on show at the event, why would it be? Yeah, of um, course
2: it wouldn't be on the event.
0: But um, the controversy was more around the storyline. So the story suggests in the trailer that uh, these blind people who essentially... It's a world where everybody's blind, right? And the idea being that eventually uh, there are children who are born who can see and they are seen as almost the disabled because those who can see manage fine. But there's a the, the story kind of leads to a premise, in the trailer anyway, that the sighted people end up saving the blind people. <gasps> you know, so we need the... Spoilers. Need this,
1: yeah. What? Spoiler alerts. Come on. Spoiler alert. Gee. <laughs>
0: By the way, uh, that was a spoiler, just in case you were looking to watch it. Uh, but, you know, that's what's going to happen, <laughs> no, right? that's so the obviously... assumption. We don't know that's what's Exactly. We happen. don't know that for right? sure. I, I know. What, look, do you think people honestly come here for the news? Um, okay, so th- this is the idea behind it, right? So the, the of people are the kind of saviours. Okay, so brilliant. Okay. Um, but it did cause a lot of controversy, and a lot of people aren't happy.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of people weren't happy even before they saw the first trailer. Just a a show about... Blindness—it it is a tricky subject to tackle without upsetting anyone. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I think people are being a little bit harsh. Let's actually watch it first before we decide if it's, you know, good or bad. But um, I'm quite excited by it, and the, the price point of Apple TV I think was was really good, and. You get it free
0: for a year when you buy an Apple
2: product. I thought that was
0: genius. Oh, oh brilliant! Yeah, yeah. You see, I spend lots of money, and you get something for free. Um, is it? You know, is it going to be like a you know a free? Uh, I don't know something like a free MacBook or something. Oh no no no! Free year of Apple TV at five dollars a month. Um, hardly the you know best gift in the world who
2: wow it? you are what's oh the my matter gosh with you? It's, it's a freebie look and everyone's gonna buy some sort of apple it's not product free. It's, the, it's the law what look it's free if you buy a product it, that is yeah, free it's not free right tim i'm done with him you take over
1: <laughs> i don't even know what to say to this if if you have the option of spending five dollars a month or purchasing anything that's not an apple watch because that that is the distinction here uh you get to not pay your $5, hence free. So yeah, I, I don't understand Stephen's problem. It's not free. OK.
0: The point is, it's is actually a good price point, right? Because I mean, let's be honest, they, they did go in and they've undercut Netflix. They've undercut Amazon. Um, And I think that's going to come back to bite. I mean, it, it depends, of course, on the shows. Because look, we've got to be clear on this. For those who don't know about Apple TV+, it's not the entire iTunes catalog Available on subscription, because that's kind of what I was hoping it would be. Yeah, but that would not. be
2: fantastic.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing. But it's not that. It's, it's select shows that they are going to make. So essentially, they're building their own Netflix, but they're not adding in any other content available elsewhere. So you're not going to get movies. Like, you're not going to get, I, I don't know, name a film, right? Uh, some Indiana Jones, right? You're not going to get that on Net, on Apple TV+. Plus. But you'll get shows made by Apple. So it's like a select. Uh, so you're not going to get as many shows either. So that, there's that to factor in. But um, yeah, I, I think some of the shows look quite interesting. Uh, and yeah. we also got some interesting news this week, Tim, about the, uh, because of course that's going to be the big question for us, will these shows be audio described? And uh, from, from our, what we're learning, uh, oh boy, oh boy, will they be audio described?
1: Oh boy, they will be, yeah. Apparently, in addition to being in you know hundreds of thousands of countries, no, I think like 150 countries, uh, and many different languages in general, they will be audio describing every show, every movie at launch in eight different languages. So audio description and accessibility is there from the beginning. And that is what I had been saying for a long time that I was hoping would be the focus. And being Apple, I would hope that they would do this. And thankfully, they are.
2: Okay, I'm going to go all mm. Stephen for a moment, and just be oh, real no. down on everything. 4 dollars is a good price, but how much content is there going to be? If it's just Apple-only content, and they keep saying or talking about the, the same four shows, really, and that's it. Mm. So, how much content is there going to be? The audio description is great, but I, I would expect that. It's like Netflix originals, I expect to be audio described as well. I'm not, I'm not knocking it at all, but how much content is there going to
0: be on this service? Well... That's the problem, really, isn't it? I mean, how much? I mean, we know of a few shows. And how, how much money am I hearing? About $6 billion or something. It's nothing to Apple. Well, no, it's not. But it's a lot of money in TV terms. So they're obviously putting a lot of money into this. They're getting big names. I mean, The Morning Show is the one that, that kind of appeals to me. That's this one that features uh, Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston. I think Reese Witherspoon's in there. Yep. I could be wrong. Yep, she is. Um so, you know, all you know, that's a it's probably just paying six billion for all of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know, that's good. I, I am intrigued by Apple TV, and I think out of all the announcements that were made out of the iPhones, and we'll talk about all this, but the iPhones and the Apple Watch and the new iPad, all the new things that were announced, I'll be honest, I thought that was the most interesting announcement of all of them, to be honest, to five dollars a month.
1: I probably have to agree with that because Apple TV even though there isn't going to be a lot of content seemingly at first, the fact that it is uh, you know, an accessible app, because it's basically going to be like what they did with News Plus. They added it to the News app as an extra tab, and that's accessible. The TV app is currently very accessible, and I'm sure they'll just add another tab for TV Plus. So we know that it'll be accessible. We know it has audio description. There may not be a lot of content at launch, but over time, I would presume with that kind of money being spent, there will be a lot more original content coming And because it is just original content, I think the five dollars a month is appropriately priced because Disney's new service is going to be about I think it's seven dollars a month. Uh, Netflix, depending on which tier you get, starts at like ten dollars a month and up. And they're losing a lot of their contractual content from Disney and Fox and others. Yeah. You know, with these well, things. Indeed, yeah. So Netflix is soon probably going to be mostly originals because they're not getting their own uh, or those contracts anymore because Disney and Fox and even CBS All Access. Here in the States, they've got their own app now. I heard NBC is probably going to have their own app. So, with everybody launching their own app, trying to put in their own originals, it's going to, you know, really, uh, you know, separate a lot of this. And so, if it had been $10 a month for just original content, that I think would have been too much. That would have been too high. I think $5 is appropriate considering what the rest of the field is doing right now.
0: Yeah. We're seeing a massive shift here, though, aren't we? Because, I mean, that. We're moving away from the idea of a single app like Netflix that holds a lot of different content. Now it's moving to these individual providers just taking the content they own and saying, no, we will host it. We'll pay, we'll charge it for it separately.
1: Yeah. That, that yeah. Why sell it to Netflix when we can just sell it for pure profit ourselves? Yeah.
0: Exactly. And do you know what? It's a brilliant idea. But the problem is if that's, say, seven pounds or seven dollars or whatever, um, You know, okay, so $5 for um, Apple TV Plus and $10 for Netflix and however much for Amazon and on it goes. that adds up, you know, and it's like after a while it's like really everything I'm paying for and only, I I, I don't know it just seems very fragmented. It's it's funny for ages we've all been screaming I'm I'm not paying this ridiculous
2: package, I just want to pay for what I want to watch and now we're getting what we've been screaming for and it could turn out Yeah, well I mean, you know, it it is very, to me it's sort of reminiscent of the music streaming services, you know, everyone wanted to go their own separate way and Uh, It turned out that that people weren't happy with that. They just want to pick one that they stick with. It's really tricky because if you do like Marvel content, you know, and it's away from Netflix now, that means you've got to subscribe to that. If you do like something on Apple TV, now you've got to subscribe to that. It's going to work out pretty expensive if if all of these networks start doing their own thing. It could be a double-edged sword. (laughs) Oh,
0: oh my god guys i've got to tell you this right so you know the music thing for me I, i'm not really keen on this paying for the music every month because i don't know i just feel like i'm buying my own record collection again every month really and i don't like that because i've got all these songs i've got the songs i like i don't care about new music new music and new artists yeah. just annoy me it's all just noise i'm with you these modern so, songs these these young whippersnappers <laughs> I've got no time for it at all. They just make so much racket and so much noise. And every song sounds the same bang, same bang. I can't be bothered with it. So they can all just go away. Here's the thing. What I want is the CDs that I bought to just listen to on repeat. So that's what I'm doing. I'm building up my library again. And actually, the most interesting thing that's happened, because you guys know I'm, I'm big on American country music, big new country artists. I love all that stuff. And I've been buying like crazy from iTunes recently because personally, I don't find iTunes that inaccessible. I actually got on all right with iTunes, just saying uh, on the Mac, I should say PC disaster. Um, but <laughs> you know, and I know iTunes Mac, is going; it's going to be taken yeah. away on the Mac. Yeah, I know it is. I know it's quite annoying, actually. I, I hope. Well, I know in a sense because of how Apple operate that whatever it is replaced by will be accessible. And going by the other apps, it will probably be actually pretty decent. Um, I, but I, I just hope I can still buy the CDs, you know. I hope they don't move at all to streaming, streaming only, because no, weirdly enough... you can. Well, what? You can keep buying the CDs. It's like
2: saying, oh, I wish I could keep buying 8-track. I know vinyl's had a bit well, of a revival, and cassette is I'm not even... I'm buying
0: CDs. I'm buying, I'm buying downloaded apps. Ah, okay. Right, so. Well,
2: let's use our terminology, Stephen. Thank you. There will be no confusion.
0: <laughs> what,
2: what, what was that? Confusion.
0: Confucian. Confucian. Right, okay. Confucian. What, did, what did Confucian say? <laughs> um, but anyway, look, I mean, I, the thing is, that on the flip side of that, when it comes to television and movies, I'm, I'm like what I chuck out on my DVDs. I just want to get rid of them all because, uh, so I'm in the loft the other day, and I find all these movies and DVDs I'm never, ever going to watch again. Yeah, And I'm thinking, why am I holding on to these? I'll never watch them, and if I do want to watch them, I can just get them from one of these providers, Netflix or whatever. And I think that's the point now, that weirdly, for me anyway, TV, movies, I'm happy to pay subscription for all that, but for music, I don't know. Because I think all the streaming services ultimately are the same. I mean, some have exclusive contracts with some artists, but there's there's no real definition of difference between them. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. They they all have similar, if not the same, libraries for the for those who are. I think if you're really into your music, maybe there's a, a tidal, for example. Um, there was another one for a while, which I can't remember. There was another one that was a bit
1: more kind of. Upmarket. Yeah,
0: didn't Neil Diamond have one at some point? Did he? I might
2: have dreamed that. I'm not entirely sure.
1: I know for a while, to your point about country music, (laughs) um, moving past you dreaming about Neil Diamond, Um, Garth Brooks had his own deal with, like, Walmart or something for a while, and now he's only on Amazon. It's always classy, isn't
0: it, with country? It's always classy.
1: Yeah, you can't get uh, Garth Brooks on Apple Music or anywhere else. No, I know you
0: can't. That's really annoying. Mm -hmm. I know. Tried to buy the album. Couldn't buy it. Had to import the album. And actually, the only one. No one else is annoyed by that. (laughs) It is not one of his country songs. Um, So uh, yeah. Anyway, what what are we talking about here? Oh yeah. So Apple TV. Um, Anyway, look, Apple TV Plus is out five dollars a month. Well, it's it's out. It's not out yet. You can get it through the Apple TV app, as Tim was saying. Uh, And like you say, we know it's going to be accessible. And you know, that's the other thing I wanted to say about this. So Netflix and Amazon. I'm actually getting a little bit peeved with with a pair of them. Steady now. Well, I am language. Well, look. I, I'm sorry. It calls for this language. That's how. That's how annoyed I am. I'm peeved, um, because I, I spend more time looking for audio described content. I don't know what they've done to the app. You know, on, on Netflix especially, there was a, uh, there is a category under series and under films oh, that gives yeah. you access to the audio description. Now it just shows you everything. I know. You, you'll click on something, and it's not audio described. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, what was the point in that? So, I mean, I've I've tweeted them um, angrily. I mean, I used a a fiery head emoji. At least I think it was. So, (laughs) you know, uh, I hope they get the message. Maybe that's why they're not speaking to me anymore. Um, Amazon
2: is terrible as well. There's no audio described category. Well, at least I can't find it. No, Um, there's not. That's the whole point. And when you do go into the menu system, The audio description track seems to be under surround sound settings or something like that. It's
0: really strange. I've given up. You know, blind people find it hard enough to find stuff, right? So listen, Amazon, do us a favor. Just put stuff where we can find it uh, and then leave it there. That's how we work, right? That's how blind people operate. You know, tell us what it is and then leave it alone. Stop moving it about.
2: They're harsh.
0: But that's the thing, right? So Apple TV Plus is going to be fully audio described, eight languages, uh, signed as well, not signed, sorry, uh, captioned as captioned. well, um, which, of course, is brilliant. Uh, but you just think, I just know that whatever I watch there is going to be accessible. So the, the problem I've got, and I guess back to this age-old argument I have about audio description, but the frustration is that if it isn't audio described, I'm just not watching it, right? I'm just not going there. I'm with you, brother. I'm yep. exactly the same now. There's a series on Showtime in the States uh, called The Loudest Voice. It's the story of Roger Ailes, the guy who uh, ran or set up and then ran Fox News and, you know, basically was a horrifically horrible person um, and got everything he deserved uh, out of what he did. And it was a story of him and, you know, his of essentially his takedown, right? And I really wanted to watch it. So I thought, do you know what? To hang with it, it's it's a show about television. I know there'll probably be things <laughs> visually on there. I'll just go with it, and most of it I kind of got. And then there was a scene where a note was given to someone, and I don't know what the note said. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, no, the only the only godsend there was the app, be my eyes. Thank God for be my eyes <laughs> because I used it, and it, they told me what the note said, and and it did have a it meant something. You know, it meant something in the series. It might not have made as much sense later on without knowing what that said and um yeah so you know it's just it it does again highlight what you're missing and and that's not great so i am excited by it i I, that was why i think it was my my favorite announcement of all um now before we move on because we're going to take a short break in a minute but i just want to sort of quickly from you two get a handle on the event overall because i know we're kind of we kind of poo-pooed at the start but you know, Tim, did, did you enjoy any of it? Did you think it was a good event this time around? Did, did it innovate, as it suggested?
1: Innovate? No. I was perplexed by that hype and that title because I don't think there was anything new here that hasn't been done before. A lot of the things they put in to the new iPhones, the iPhone 11 uh, and everything, I, it, there wasn't any innovation there that I could tell. TV Plus isn't really innovation. So, No, that said, I mean, there were pieces of it that I liked. Uh, Of course, Apple TV Plus, like we were talking about. If I had Vision, I probably would like Apple Arcade, but I doubt there's going to be any audio-only games in there. Uh, But I know my my kid will love it. But other than that, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of eh. And they did a lot of videos, and I think that's where the three of us are probably the most annoyed with it because mm. visually there was so much video content so many visuals without a description it meant a lot of downtime where we're just snoozing waiting for the next thing to happen because a lot of those videos didn't even have a lot of vocals to it a lot of speaking uh, to to talk about things going on in it so that made it drag for me but i get it it's they're not marketing this to us it's a visual audience that they're pushing this to so i understand that and i've talked to people with sight that say oh this was great and i'm really interested in this and that and the other and the photography and the video so for sighted people great but that didn't do much for us so
0: no and i didn't mention apple arcade actually but um but kind of deliberately because i don't really know what's in it for us and and i know that's a bit defeatist sounding <laughs> Ooh, selfish well yeah maybe mm, it's no, a come bit on. in fairness yeah. if, you, if you've got listen if you've got enough vision uh, then maybe Apple Arcade is, is right up your street. I uh, think it'll
1: be fantastic for people that have some vision that's usable to play these games. <sighs> From what I've looked at, I think it's going to be great because it's, no. again, a $5 price point. I remember the days of spending $50 a game or $60 a yeah, game for a console right. game. So for $5 a month to play unlimited games on but, Apple TV. But
0: you're not playing those games, are you? Well, you're not playing the kind of Call of Duties and the Fortnites, are you? Correct. You're playing well,
2: terrible mobile games, which I are Oh, know about terrible
1: that. a couple of the games that they demonstrated there we're, were cons no they were console quality from everything that i've read and understood <laughs> they were console quality because <laughs> oh stop no, they weren't, like, yes one- because there will be games available that you can play on apple tv and since you can now use xbox oh, well, controllers uh, PlayStation-, playstation controllers <laughs> oh
2: frogger i'll play frogger dressed as a baby amazing <laughs> All mobile <laughs> games are terrible. Forget about it.
1: How many Look, games have you played on an Apple all TV, of them, Sean?
2: All of them. Never done sure, it. Sure, you have. They're all mm-hmm. terrible. That's that's have you
1: got an Apple TV? I've got Apple
2: TV, have sir. You? Yes. And how many thank games
1: you. have you played with a game controller on them, Apple TV? All of them. And they're all
2: terrible. So, sure. moving on. Crossy Road. Uh, that's pretty good. Lies. I've got Crossy Road.
1: Yeah, I've I got the other one good. where
2: you're on a jetpack as well. They're all terrible. It doesn't matter. The <laughs> controls are terrible. It doesn't matter if you've got a controller. The whole thing is terrible. And look, if you're blind or sighted, I don't care about the videos on an Apple event. They're always arty nonsense. But the event was terrible. It made me cry. Literally cry. It was Aww. tedious. It was dull. The whole innovation tagline was a joke there was no innovation at all camera and the screen even the people talking about it sounded bored it was terrible
0: (laughs) it reminds me a a little bit of the google event we all watched and we all just i remember at the time thinking i'd rather eat my own head right now than watch this event (laughs) um in fact, I think I almost did at one point start <laughs> in the process um, with my top lip. I was just, I, I, can't, I can't handle any more of this. It's just so boring. <laughs> I don't know. I think it just speaks
2: volumes for the event that the most exciting announcement was the Apple TV announcement. You know, when they did say it was going to be 4 99 and, you know, you'll get a free year if you buy an Apple product. And um, it, everyone did say, wow, that's that's good. That yeah. sounds interesting. But from then on... Everything they unveiled was, mm-hmm, okay, there must be something more coming up, and there just wasn't. Um, I don't know if it was because of that use of the word innovation on the invitations that everyone was expecting too much. I mean, is it us? Is it because we spoil it for ourselves by grabbing all these rumors throughout the year and, and blowing it up and expecting something amazing? and i can't remember the last time there was something truly wow i want that feature do you know what i mean it's uh this i won't say terrible again i'll just say disappointing <laughs> but i i don't know even the one more thing maybe that could have um, that could have given us something but it just wasn't there i i don't know is it time to say okay let's have a two year gap instead of the one year release cycle because it's getting so, okay, a slight improvement, a slight improvement. Again, I'm I'm not necessarily knocking Apple for that. I mean, what do we expect to get after 12 months? But okay, let's leave it two years because people aren't upgrading their phones so much anyway. So let's leave it two years and then really... Bring out something with some real new features. Of course, from a business sense, you know, and the competition you've got nowadays from Samsung and Huawei and all that, then obviously they're not going to do that because they're still making money out of these every year. But uh, I don't know. Disappointing.
1: Yeah, if they had had one more thing at the end, which of course they didn't, and if that one more thing had not been a tracker or a tile like had been rumored, <laughs> if it had been a even just saying sometime next year we're going to have Apple glasses, that might have redeemed the rest of the event, <laughs> maybe. But that would have been the only thing because even a tracker type device wouldn't have been enough for me. We, I would have had to have AR glasses or nothing, and and that might have redeemed it. But we were all nope. saying, please
2: please have one more thing. Please While Tim Cook was wrapping up to say, this can't be it. This can't yeah.
1: be it. And it was. Yeah, I think the three of us sat around for another several minutes just going, really? They're going to come back, aren't they? <laughs> gonna, they got to come back. Stephen actually said, maybe there'll be an encore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how desperate we That's were. That's
0: bad it was. We are just hoping they'd come back yeah. and do one more song. Um, yeah, it was It was a pretty interesting event. I think the one more thing was, was the bit that left let it down. And I, I agree with you, Tim. Oh, Innovation, yeah really poor i mean i so in the next bit we're going to talk we'll, we'll come back and we're going to talk about the phones um and the apple watch and of course the new ipad as well and we'll give you all the lowdown and what we know about them um and we'll give you our thoughts on well what you th- what we think about what these products and, and what would you buy <laughs> essentially out of all of it have a guess. <laughs> yeah, I, think, <laughs> yeah, I think you might penny. have figured out already the answer to that one. All uh, right, look, stick around. If you want to get in touch as well, you can email us. Uh, Sean, tell them the email address, will you? It's feedback at ami.ca. And don't forget, you can always leave a voicemail as well. Did you watch the event? Did you take part in it in any way? Did you have a party that we did and then kind of wish we hadn't? Uh, Tim, what's the phone number?
1: <laughs> that phone number is one eight six six five zero nine four five four five.
0: Stick around. We'll uh, we'll keep you cheered up in the next half. <laughs> well, we'll try. <laughs> Double Tap Canada. Double Tap Canada. This is Double Tap Canada. It is Stephen, Sean, and Tim here, and we are uh, unpacking the Apple event that was for your delectation, for your delight, Mm -hmm. uh, or not, perhaps, as the case may be, (laughs) and for your depression.
1: Now, now careful in that terminology, though, Stephen, because Samsung's event is called Unpacked, so, you know. clever. clever. Mm
0: -hmm. See they get into your they get into your skull don't they they've got they you they do they do got you into your soul yes, <laughs> into your skull um that's also a name of an event we hope will never happen um anyway back to the Apple event and the devices that were on show they got a new we got a new watch oh uh-huh.
2: yeah. did we though
0: did we really get a mm-hmm. new watch?
2: Exactly this. Oh yes. No, we didn't. We got exactly the same innards. All right, same CPU. The difference. I do not like
0: that word on this. Innards. Innards is terrible. There's nothing
2: wrong with innards. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> no, there is.
0: There's a lot. I, I've eaten haggis, and t- I tell you. Uh, innards is not something you want on your food plate. again we always get sidetracked okay
2: it's got the it's exact same gubbins inside as the previous version the only difference is the screen okay now i, I will admit the screen is clever so it can change or auto adjust its refresh rate so it only updates one once a second instead of 60 times a second uh so you know that saves the battery for the always on great but it's not a new watch it's a four point 3, I would say, rather than a Series
0: 5. Yeah, okay. Tim, what did you think? I mean, I know you... Now, hang on. Remind me again. If you, where are you with the Apple Watch? You've got the version...
1: I currently have a Series 4. 4, And right. I love it. The Series 4 is mm-hmm. fantastic. And I don't see a need to get a Series 5, because like Sean said, I, I didn't see this as a leap. It definitely wasn't innovation. It was fixing a couple small things that, well honestly more sighted people or people with some vision have wanted people have wanted an always on function of some kind and the way they're doing it is fine and it can conserve battery and it'll be dimmed all the time instead of off. And if you know you don't have to raise your wrist or tap it to see the time you know quickly at a glance and that's great if you can see your screen that's great but I know the three of us we just keep our screen off all the time and so that doesn't really matter Woo-hoo. other yeah. than that <laughs> Everything else that's new for the Apple Watch is going to be available on watch uh, OS 6. So really, there's nothing. I mean, they, they did add a compass. So I guess if you're a person who goes <laughs> hiking or climbing mountains or something. Oh, yeah, uh, that suits us, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely screaming us. So
0: I sometimes try to get to the top shelf in the fridge. Uh, no, That's a bit of a journey. That's no. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, right. there you go. Saves a hassle. Exactly. Right. But yes, I mean, having Money a saved.
1: compass and having an altimeter so you know how high you've climbed or hiked or whatever, for that use case, that's fine. That's great. And everybody finds that one use case for the Apple Watch. And so I get it. It should have those things, I, don't. I guess. But it doesn't, it's not something for us. So yeah, I mean, always on screen, the compass and and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's great, but where was sleep tracking? Where was blood pressure monitoring? Yeah. Where was all these other things that we were thinking or hearing that might come out? It it oh, wasn't well. enough for me. The the battery isn't increased. I mean, it's 18 hours. So I mean, I guess it's pretty good.
2: Same but battery. my Series
1: Yeah, my Series 4 is is about the same and, and is fine. I I can go all day and more probably uh on my on my Series 4. So yeah, I'm, I'm not really all that excited about this. Now, what what I'm actually more excited about is because this has come out. It's pushed down the prices of the Series 3 and 4, which they're both still uh, supporting. And my wife is thinking about getting a Series 3. So that being a different price and a cheaper price point, that's probably the best news.
0: Starting at 199 which is incredible. It is. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. And actually, that's a brilliant price because what they've done there Is they've put that right up against the Samsung smartwatches, some of the Fitbits. You know, there's a lot of new Fitbits coming out, and I'll be honest. I mean, from a even from a sighted person's point of view, I wouldn't buy a Fitbit. I mean, I I just don't see the benefits to these at all. I mean, especially the ones. I mean, maybe if it's just for fitness, uh, I mean, it's no use to us as as blind people, right? Because they're not accessible. They're fine. No, they're not accessible through the app. Yes, and but through you know, the who's app. Be
1: and that's what makes that. them just fine. But if you're going to spend two hundred dollars or more on some sort of wearable fitness device, at this point now with the uh, Series Three being two hundred, and that's the smaller screen, the you know mm. the the smaller of the two, and the non-cellular. So if you're looking Wi-Fi only and, and starting at the smaller of the two versions. $200 that compared to one of the fitbits that costs 2 250 or $300 i think it's the blaze or whatever their their highest one is now yeah i'd rather do the apple watch and that's not just oh, fanboy definitely. talk that's that's having used fitbit products i've used the app the app is fine the app is accessible but there's nothing else that you can do on screen so at that $200 price point i yeah the apple watch really becomes competitive
0: and we've got to be really clear here on this, right? So we're talking about this from a blind person's perspective. Exactly. If you've yeah. got, if you've got some vision, if you I, mean, I think of a, a couple of friends of mine who are registered severely, you know, sight impaired or blind, um, but they they have enough useful vision to be able to look at these kind of things up close. And something like the Apple Watch with a more vibrant screen. I mean, it's a Retina display in there, which I assume is different to the display that's in the Series Four. No, um, is it not? Is it the same one? I think so.
2: I actually okay. don't know, but no, I don't. I don't know, but I, th- I, th- I thought <laughs> that felt
0: that sounded different to me this time.
2: I think um, it actually might be a little bit brighter.
1: Yeah, I think it's supposed yeah. to be more more vibrant and a little, little bit brighter. Yeah.
0: You see, they talk about the light from these things as nits, and uh, every time I I get an itch, it makes every me time. scratch. Yeah, I'm sitting there like, oh, I don't Well, look, the the screen um, is great on the Apple
2: Watch as is anyway. It's an OLED screen, and it is really good. So I don't know how much. Extra that's going to bring the new screen, other than, as I said, that it can adjust itself
0: for battery life. Can, can I ask, and I don't know the answer to this, um, which is obviously why I'm asking the question, <laughs> otherwise, this would be a ridiculous situation. <laughs> um, but is there any evidence that actually says that, that w- when we turn our screens off, uh, we put our screens into screen cutting mode, which essentially d- doesn't turn the screen off, it just kind of covers it off? It's still on. If you, you know, in dark, you'd still see a, a light emanating from the screen. Is there any evidence that that actually does save the battery?
1: Yes. I don't know that there's any like scientific study that's been done to prove that or not. However, I've done it. everybody oh. I talk to, even <laughs> talking to people at the Apple store, they,
0: Sean's done it, they, so they tell me
1: fine. that, it, yeah, Sean, Sean approves it, so it's fine. But no, it, apparently, even if you just turned your brightness down to zero or even taking brightness down from 100% can save battery because it's not as bright. So having screen curtain on... Yeah, my experience and everybody I've ever t- talked to says that it definitely makes a difference.
2: Well, it does on OLED, definitely, because it turns the pixels off. There's no backlight as such anyway. <laughs>
1: right, okay. So, okay. Correct. So yeah. if it's
2: an LCD, and, and that was before it would just turn all the pixels black and still have the LED light behind it on on an yeah. iPhone. Uh, I don't think that's the case anymore either. I think it actually turns it off or sets it to zero or one. Um, so, yeah, it saves battery, definitely.
0: Um, I, I think the Apple Watch is an interesting one. I mean, certainly, well, okay. So I have a bit of an interest in this because I quite fancy one with cellular connection. So oh. I quite like this idea. My my network, my uh, phone network, has now an, uh, announced that it's supporting it. So I'm thinking this year. Hmm. Okay, I do quite fancy one with cellular. So for that reason, I might get a new watch, and you may as well just get the series five. Any excuse? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to get it. You got to get it right. <laughs> um, although in fairness, I was a bit disappointed because I thought nah, there's nothing I can really hold over you to and say. Look what I've got, you don't have. Yeah, because um, we don't care. Because you don't care, and and even I don't care. <laughs> uh, but I will say this: watch OS six. I think is going to be the bigger winner out of this. Um, and this yes. is going to all watches. Well, all of uh, the most recent ones anyway. So that's good. Two things in there. Three
1: other, and up, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah OK. So three and up, yeah. Um, but let's talk about some of those features. So safety and security is a big one they mentioned. And the, one of the big features in watchOS 6 is the uh, calling emergency services at wherever you are. So whatever country you're in, I think there's 150 countries or so that they have this access, where you you're, you're in that country, and you know someone's I don't know pointing something at you, and you feel a bit nervous. Um, you can contact emergency services, um, and uh, <laughs> if that's the case. That sounds terrifying. Uh, it does sound rather terrifying, actually, the way I've just described it in my own head. You, you don't want to see what's going on in there, um, but well, that's just terrifying, just generally. <laughs> Stephen's brain a whole new I'm glad I'm glad that the TV cameras and double tap TV don't pick up on that let me tell you Um, but uh, Wednesday nights on on AMI gotta Um, get a plug-in well done every time yeah yeah, every time Uh, but yeah so the whole thing is that it will connect with the person or the, the emergency service in that country which is brilliant even without the phone although we have to be clear That's only with the cellular versions of the watch. Now, interestingly, when I had a look at the website, and it may change because I just had a look at it last night, but the website in the UK anyway, and I imagine this is the same in other countries as well, doesn't seem to feature a GPS-only version of the watch anymore. They all seem to be cellular. Unless I'm missing something. Ooh, Um, I don't know. hmm. I haven't looked because
2: I've got absolutely no interest, but um, that would be strange. But it would
0: under, it would make that feature standard, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's almost like every watch is capable of it. You may not be able to use it on your network, but at least the capability is there. Um, I, I don't know. I think that's quite interesting. And maybe, it's, maybe it'll be the Series 3 that is GPS only, and maybe Series 4 is, but then Series 5 is, is GPS cellular only. I don't know, but I just think that's quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I thought this was a really neat announcement. It's one of those things where, you didn't know you'd love it until it came out, kind of thing, or until they did it. If I was someone who was traveling abroad or, or bouncing around countries a lot, I would definitely want to have this in my watch because. Knowing that in different countries, it's not the same uh, emergency phone number. It's a different set of digits no matter where you are, either 911 or 999 or whatever it may be in, in a different country. And you don't know that as someone traveling or as a tourist. You don't necessarily know what it is to just know I can hit the SOS button on my watch and it's going to automatically know where I'm at and use the cell tower to contact emergency services, and I don't have to think about it because, well, if I'm needing to call somebody for an emergency, I'm, <laughs> I have better things to worry about, bigger things to yeah, worry about exactly. than trying to find out what the number is in the country that I'm in. So I, I do you, think you that,
0: could ask your attacker, but I don't know I if guess, would be willing but, yeah, to share might that not information. Be.
1: Yeah, it might not be forthcoming with that. So, yeah, to just – could be a language barrier as well. That could be a problem. <laughs> just to be able to push a button and have it just do it. I, I think that's fantastic. Again, it's a small thing. It's, a, it's, it's really not a big, big thing. But then no. again, it, when you're in the moment, it, it actually is kind of a big thing. <sighs>
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, that's Keep me uh, awake, Sean. I'm right? <laughs> yeah. Um, moving
2: on, I guess. Yeah, oh, I put clearly. that along with the compass. I mean, come on. Okay. Yes, it's nice to have, but surely that could just be a software thing, anyway. If it's only for cellular it phones, uh, cellular watches. Yeah, it is a software thing. So it's nothing to do with just Series Five. No. Oh, I take it back then.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got. That's confused. why I said earlier when you weren't listening. Yeah. To well, you. I was Wake listening up, to that. Sean. Bit. I yeah, said yeah. I wasn't yeah. interesting.
1: Watch OS six. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, see, couldn't Compass be a software thing as well? It's full of sensors anyway, so why is this Compass only Series 5?
0: No, I think this one has got all the things that Tim mentioned, which is only available in Watch 5. Yeah, Compass, why? Well, because people might want it. I don't okay, know. That's, sorry, okay, sorry, carry on. Anyway, more importantly, uh, wow. this was a great event for health. Lots of talk about, obviously, the the benefits that there and a lot of let's just put it this way things for the lady business uh which I'm not going to get into uh <laughs> yes. because I'm not I'm not eligible to discuss this yes um, yes yeah,
2: yeah, how old are we it was
0: cycle tracking There's absolutely nothing wrong in saying I'll that I'll be honest when I saw that at first I thought oh that's interesting so I thought you could do that anyway through the activity app um but <laughs> that's, that's not the same thing yeah that's not yes, the same yes bicycle thing. tracking cycle tracking Different things. So women on their periods can track when the next period will be. Um, yeah, I, I told you, it's lady business. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not discussing it. On. Yes, please, because we'll all feel very
1: uncomfortable. Um, but suffice to say, it is a lot of really good information for women wanting to track yes. that. Or men but, but who but want actually, to track to know when it's coming. So,
0: uh, You said it, don't oh, me. Um, <laughs> that's, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. Um, well. But no, I, I think uh, I think it is good because, again, the access to health information Like this, privacy, private information like that—that's really important. And the the fact that all of that will be accessible is amazing. Um, This could really help a lot of women out, I think. And um, you know, I mean, I know know obviously talk around activity and heart rate and all that—all that's very important as well. But something like that, which is very delicate, there is something that's very personal. You know, being able to have that information, you know, you track in the way that you can, I think that's that is absolutely brilliant. And they're they're moving towards something really positive with all this health related stuff. And I know that eventually it's probably, it may, I think it is already happening in the states, but I think it's going to get to a point where this kind of stuff will just be available to your doctor. You know, this information. Um, Well,
1: and you can already partner the Apple Watch uh, or not even just Apple Watch, but your activity and health information with some app. So, for instance, uh, with my group of doctors, there is a specific app that we use uh, that I can get messages to the doctor. Group? Group? Uh, How how ill are you? Well, the do- you're, you're right, Tim. Well, no, the doctor is part do of a group at a hospital. You Never mind. Anyway, uh, there's an app that you can log into that you can you know get information about your prescriptions or your upcoming appointments or get messages to and from your doctor. And the health app on uh, iPhones and, and the watch work with that app. So I can actually send information to my doctor from the health app and share that information. Heard of and, doctors. And so... so. <laughs> And so I think, yeah, going forward, the more that's expanded, I think that really becomes necessary, maybe, or very important. And this new research app that they've done where they're taking, they used to have just a handful of specific, you know, apps for, for specific things that you could test you know say if you had uh, parkinsons and they had an app that you could test for that and mm-hmm. things like that now they've expanded that to have this research app to to go into even more depth on more health issues and 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 partner with universities and things so yeah to your point stephen apple is really really pushing this whole health thing and i think it's good
0: yeah, it is. Um, although I will say, you know, I was rather excited in my doctor's office uh, where I am in the UK. They, they said they were implementing some new technology, and I thought, oh, great! They're going to do this with the Apple Watch. And what they said they were going to do was uh, send me a text message to remind me of my doctor's appointment. Wow, oh boy! It's moving it on here. the future. <laughs> yeah, wow. the future is is here. Nineteen eighty-five <laughs> is here. They'll pay um, you. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Maybe send me a fax as well as a reminder. Um, anyway, look, we've we've only got ten minutes left, believe it or not. So Fine. let's talk. I know. Wow. Uh, let's talk about the phones. We've got the iPad to talk about as well. Okay. So look, they brought out an iPad. It's got a keyboard. It's basically an iPad Pro Lite. Um, it's kind of okay. Three hundred twenty-nine dollars. It replaces the iPad for education. The keyboard will cost more. Um, it's another way of of getting more money out of us, and that's the iPad. Fair. Yeah. Move on. Yeah.
1: Fair.
0: Um, I like it. It's good. It's good, yeah. (laughs) 10.2-inch. Well, it was a bit bit hard. But yeah, okay, so 10.2-inch screen. Um, I think this is going to be a massive entry-level iPad for kids uh, getting into school. I think it's going to be brilliant for them. It's the one I'd get. Yeah, it is. I actually think it's probably the best entry-level Apple device of all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even if you're totally blind, because again, it, it gives you a lot for that money. 329's not bad for being an Apple product. No. You don't have to remortgage the house for that. Um, <laughs> no. So that that's quite good. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We never
1: actually owned an iPad until that one came out last year for three twenty nine, and at Christmas time it went on yeah. sale for like two fifty, I think. So I jumped all over that. So yeah, I, I like this as an entry level iPad.
0: Don't do that at home, kids. Don't don't jump on your <laughs> iPad. It's bad. Yes. Um, now to the iPhones, um, and uh, you know I was kind of hoping we'd talk a lot about the iPhones today. And you know we've only got nine minutes left, and that probably feels a bit too much uh, because there's not a lot to say, frankly, about the, the new really? iPhones. Uh, so let me just talk you through this. The, okay. Well, uh, I don't think so. Um, so the XR or the 10R is now the 11. Yes. Uh, that's been replaced, and it has got, what, five
1: is it? five new colors? Six new colors? Oh, dude, who cares about remember. colors? Cares? Six it's colors, including purple. I, I don't know anything uh, else. Oh, else. Yeah, that's all I know. Uh, yeah, right. who cares?
0: Yeah. One's white, I think. One's another color. And I'll put a black case
1: on available. it no matter what. So.
0: Exactly. No one will see it, and, at least of all us. Uh, so then there's that. You've then got the iPhone 11 pro and the 11 pro max uh, which replace the 10s and the 10s max um I, I will say one thing about this going forward at least the naming conventions make more sense
1: yeah this is much better oh
2: amazing that is the best <laughs> thing about it it just makes sense and i hope they keep this now and don't change it next year
0: now why would we want to upgrade i'm going to be honest with you guys i'm going to cut through all the nonsense on this i wouldn't um nope. here's the thing the new iphone especially the 11 pro uh the, the, the 11 is essentially just an upgrade right it's it's a nice phone it doesn't have a huge amount of new features i think even apple was struggling to sell it you know for anything more than just oh look it's got different colors um <laughs> the the 11 and the 11 the 11 pro and the 11 pro max those though do have one major feature and that is the camera in fact both i think have put the camera but the there's a new ultra wide lens in there i think if you're big on pictures if you like making movies this is a great phone for you, um if you're like us and you're blind and you don't use the camera for anything other than perhaps be my eyes or IRA, which is all fine and good and might actually be a benefit in the long run because there is a story that I was reading about IRA and it needs i think it's a hundred and twenty degrees field of view, yeah, and these ultra wide cameras. Give that. So actually, these ultra wide lenses, although you might think aren't much good to us as blind people, uh, could be beneficial to the IRA system. So that's maybe something to to pull out of that. But um, scraping the barrel. (laughs) Yeah, it does feel a bit like I'm scraping the barrel, to be honest.
2: Well, look, I totally understand why Apple focused uh, Uh, focused on the cameras because uh, it is an important aspect to the majority of iPhone users, I suppose. But that was it that's all they had the cameras um on the pro and the pro max you had a um a better screen and to be fair that did sound quite good the contrast ratio and the brightness was really good but their their screens have always been good anyway as i'm not entirely sure how much of a difference that'll make the dolby atmos and the spatial sound great yeah for watching a movie on your phone fantastic um, I don't think that really makes a difference. there was nothing they could really offer other than the cameras, and they went all in on it. I get it, but absolutely no interest, obviously for me um don't think it makes a difference to something like o c r the cameras we got four years ago were fine for that so yeah, I, I really struggled with this one. Just no innovation at all.
1: Yeah, again, for me, it's it's kind of the same idea that if you have any vision at all, useful vision or, or fully sighted, these cameras might be fantastic. And, and they have the three cameras on the Pro and the Pro Max. There's two cameras on the 11. And like you said, Stephen, the depth of field and, and just all the different things that these cameras can do. Sounds fantastic if you're somebody who loves using your camera for photos or video or or what have you, and you can edit videos now on the fly and all kinds of different features, and that's great, and I'm glad that they focused on video and and photos here, but... It really kind of feels like an S year, even though it's not one of yes. those, you know, traditional exactly. S years. Yep. It almost feels like an S year. It's like you know what? We took the phones we had last year. We really ramped up the cameras and the video and the photos, and and we put the new chip in there, so it's a little faster, a little bit better screen. But yeah, wait till next year. You know, maybe there'll be something bigger next year. Otherwise, the hardware doesn't do much for me here. Similar to the watch. It's iOS 13 that I'm more excited about. The features in the OS are, I think, what's going to make iPhones more exciting for me, not the iPhone 11, which, eh, you know.
0: And I think that's the point. I think next year you're going to see the change. This almost feels like a holding pattern, and the holding pattern is, is holding out for 5G. And 5G next year is probably going to be the big thing that everyone's talking about. I mean, we're already talking about it. Some of the networks are already... Pushing to get it started by early next year, if not before. Um, But a number of networks saying, you know, big rollouts happening kind of summertime next year across most of the countries. So for that reason, I think it's probably likely that we'll see a a new iPhone 12 next year with which will have five G in it. Wow, Um, that's a prediction. Yeah, iPhone 12 next year well yeah i know instead of 11s Shocking, <laughs> but yeah well i don't think about S next no i don't that's the thing i don't think they'll do that yeah i think it'll be a 12 be a 12 I and i love 5g um so you know that will be quite interesting and i think that's when you see ID. That, some please, of that innovation
1: please tim cook touch id bring it back
0: yeah well that kind of that's my final point really so what i would say is my takeaway from this is apple tv 4.99 i'll have that thank you um and uh, Apple Watch, do you know what? I'm more interested in the series three. It starts at one nine nine. If I yep. can get cellular on it, that'll save me some money. And um the other thing for me, I guess, is um if I was going to buy an iPhone today, I'd probably buy the iPhone eight, which starts at four four nine. Um <sighs> I think that would do well, me. Well that's fun. the
1: thing. If you're yeah, if you're looking for a phone that still has touch ID mm. with face ID Go for the iPhone eight at this point, especially with the reducing co- reduction in cost. If you don't mind missing Touch ID, get the ten R. Quite honestly, I yeah. mean that's what I would do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that I would spend the extra money for any of these Elevens. Not that they're bad. Not that they're they're not great with the cameras and everything. If you do want to use that, but if none of that interests a person, yeah, my recommendations are for Touch ID. Go for the eight. If not, go for the ten R, and and you'll save some money.
2: What a position to be in. We've just had a, a launch of a new generation of iPhone, and we're recommending the iPhone 8. Yeah, I know. Um, We've got iPhone
0: 11, and we're talking about 8.
1: Which is not where you were a couple days ago, Sean, if I recall. Well, no, I still think uh, the
2: XR is a a really good buy. With the $150 off, I think it's fantastic. But still, over here, at, at least, in the UK, it's too expensive for me. To put that money down, when yeah. next year I'm expecting to have all the features that I really want. So I would, mm. I think, go for the 8 at that price. And for me, the big takeaway yep. from this isn't the hardware. It's more the pricing. I think Apple have done a really good job, despite what I said about the entire event. The The pricing, actually, is... <laughs> A real improvement um yeah it is the, the price of the 11 itself that was that was a good price that shocked me and the starts iphone to, yeah, 8, so 699 to, i yeah, think 11 yeah.
0: starts at uh, 699 uh Bargain. the 11 pro starts at
1: 999 the pro max 1099 so which is not bad we were expecting the uh, just the pro not even max to start at like 11 or 12 so yeah.
2: So, I mean, there was a lot of, of, of concern over the tariffs and things like that. So the, the prices that they came out with, actually, I think they did a good job. And with the iPad as well and the the um, Apple TV and arcade pricing, I think actually Apple have learned something, I hope, when it comes to pricing. And there's a lot more entry points into the Apple ecosystem now. So that's one thing to take away from it. Absolutely. Okay.
0: So um, that's us. We're out of time. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, before we go, just... Uh, Sean, if you can remind us of the email address, people can get in contact with us. That's feedback at
1: ami.ca.
0: And Tim, how do they call in and leave a voicemail?
1: Yeah, definitely give us a call at one 509 4545
0: And remember to let us know if it's okay to use your uh, voicemail on the air. Uh, that's it for the show this week. Back next time. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on our thoughts of the Apple event. We'll uh, catch you soon. Sean and Tim, as always, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Don't forget the podcast, it's always available. Whew. Did we sound a little bit miserable there? I know what will cheer us up,
2: a bit of diamond.
1: <laughs> Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Sweet yeah, la, la, la. Never seemed so good I've been inclined To believe they never were But now
0: This was an AMI
1: podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favourite podcast provider.